senses of no whack and my friends are just as green as me. I didn't go to boarding schools. Baby girls never looked at me. Good afternoon. Welcome back to Surviving Dystopia again. Uh, this is DJ Cooper, as usual, uh, coming to you recorded from the seat of my car. Um, it is November 30th, and uh, I got a, a few things today. Uh, I played hooky from work today. I'm kind of excited. It was a great day. It was it was absolutely wonderful. I played hooky from work today, and uh, because my son owns the company, I can get away with it. And decided to go hang out with my daughter and my granddaughter. And uh, we did the whole Panera thing and uh, uh, did some shopping over at Michael's and and, uh, and stuff like that. She, My daughter is one of the ones that's going to be putting out a, uh, a podcast for you guys. Um, she is a stay-at-home mom. She uh, is, is very crafty. Very, very crafty. She is the... Uh, proprietor, I guess you can say, of Trendy Infusions. Um, you can you can find her on Facebook. It's uh, Trendy Infusions. Right now, she does mostly uh, dream catchers and uh, bracelets and jewelry and such like that. And uh, she, uh, I mean, she is literally overwhelmed with orders right now for the Christmas season. Uh, I end up taking all of the stuff for her because she doesn't really get around too much. Um, they they only have one car, and my son-in-law has to go to work. So, um, oftentimes I, I get to do her shipping for her and, uh, I was picking up a bunch of orders today to ship out and she literally, uh, m- makes a decent amount of money doing this. And, uh, it's just something that she fell in. She also sells unique. It's a, it's an all natural makeup. And, uh, you might, if you, if you look up trendy infusions, you might find some links there also to the, um, uh, you can look it up on Facebook, um, trendy infusions. And uh, you'll probably find her Facebook thing. And you could probably even send her a message and ask about the unique. I love the unique makeup, by the way. I am a girl. I do wear makeup. And guys, uh, if you want to get your girls some, some nice makeup or something as a Christmas present, I highly recommend you, you go contact my daughter at Trendy Infusions uh, on Facebook and, um, and get hooked up with some unique makeup. This stuff is phenomenal. It lasts forever. It is non-comedogenic, which means it doesn't clog your pores. It's all natural. The, the stuff is fabulous. Ever since I started using it, I haven't gone back. Um, the only other thing that I like, you know, is I don't, I don't particularly care for foundation makeup. So um, the only one that I do like outside of that is Bare Minerals, which is also natural. Uh, it doesn't clog your pores. It's so much nicer. It's a little on the pricey side, but it's definitely worth it because it lasts a lot longer than the other makeup. So anyway, now that I'm done plugging my daughter's business, I, um, I thought what we could talk about is um, the holidays and uh, not, not just the holidays. Uh, not, it, as a matter of fact, it's only kind of the holidays. Um, what I'm doing for the holidays this year for everybody but the small children, um, my granddaughter wants every Disney movie ever made, so uh, that's, that ought to be a pricey venture for me. But um, what I'm doing for everybody else in the, in the family, I started many years ago. Uh, you know, back when I ran my little mini farm, uh, which, you know, incidentally, I'm getting back to, I, I had a little hiccup, a little bump in the road and, you know, ended up having to start over. It happens, but, uh, we're working towards that. Um, but right now, uh, my, um, you know, significant other, my boyfriend, uh, he does jerky, uh, deer jerky and beef jerky. 
and uh, he sells it to people at work and gives it away as gifts to family and stuff. And I do a lot of other different things. I knit and crochet, and uh, I also make jewelry and uh, other odds and ends and doodads. I make soap and candles and uh, I all kinds of stuff, infused oils. Uh, I bake. So um, I'm going to get back to something I started uh, quite a few years ago, and that was uh, giving homemade baskets. And um, so, you know, I'm thinking about this from the perspective of the holiday season and the prepper. Um, we know that the show is about prepping. It's surviving dystopia after all. And um, we, we want to make it prepper friendly. So, uh, well, anything you can eat is always prepper friendly because, you know, we're star in food. We like food. But uh, there are a couple of things uh, that I wanted to, uh, to talk about, not just in making them on your own. There was something that I, I thought about as I'm sitting here looking at this stack of packages uh, that I'm going to mail out for my daughter this afternoon is, um, you know, this, the Christmas season is horrible. Um, you know, I've seen some pictures and some memes on Facebook of the Black Friday sales where people are getting trampled. And, and I, I heard from another podcaster where, you know, she had seen a number of years back where this, this woman... Um, snatches a toy right out of a child's hand. Um, I, I don't know where this level of consumerism came into play and at what point it supersedes basic courtesy. Uh, basic, you know, just even being an adult. Um, to snatch a toy out of a child's hand is, is so far, so far, from the same zip code as being okay that, you know, I mean, personally, had it been my child, that lady would have been bleeding on the floor. Um, I don't think that I would have been able to contain myself. Um, that is just the rudest thing I ever heard in my life. Well, you know, I'm seeing all these videos and stuff. People nowadays, it's not just Black Friday. It's not just shopping. It's not just the holiday season. People are just awful. They're just awful to one another. And um, something else that I was thinking about was, uh, I was listening to a podcast this morning. It's um, the uh, Survival Podcast. And uh, I, ju I just love this. I, I really just love this show. I highly recommend anybody listening to me. Go over there and give him a listen too. Like I said, I'm not trying to corner the market. I want to see everybody gain as much as they can. That's where it's most important. But what um, he said was, you know, he was talking about uh, this thing, uh, which I'm looking into as well, but it, um, it talked about having the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Well, something that he said that, was, that made a really, really good point, and I want to throw this out there, definitely go over and listen to the Survival Podcast because it is, it is phenomenal. I've just really become addicted to his show. Um, is he said you have the right to pursue happiness. You don't have the right to be happy. You know, you can pursue that happiness all you want, but whether or not you're happy, that's not your right. So many people today seem to believe that the world owes them something. You know, that um, he actually went off on a tirade, which I'm only doing a 30-minute show. Um, this is not the once-a-week hour show. This is just my 30-minute, you know, my little short show. And uh, But I'm not going to get into it. But he was so right on so many points that people today 
are so backwards. They, they really just believe that, I mean, when you're driving down the road, you know, something he said, I mean, they may have to yield, but sometimes I back off because I really just don't have time to be crashed into. And I feel like they're not going to stop. People seem to think yield is a place they're trying to get to, not an instruction on how to get on the highway. This, um, this mentality has become prevalent. Well, it shows up a lot in Black Friday shopping or any holiday shopping. If there's a deal or a sale going on or something, it, um, it seems to, you know, the, the whole concept of this deal seems to supersede any and all morality. You know, people just don't seem to care that you had that item first or that, you know, you were standing there as they run you over with their cart. Uh, the rudities that I have seen in uh, the, I don't know, maybe the past five or 10 years in people and their consumerism is alarming. So I'm wanting, getting back to the show, I'm wanting to go back to a custom that I started quite a few, probably 10 years ago, um, especially with adults, friends and family, where I make them handmade gift, gift baskets. It may not sit necessarily in a basket, but in a container of some kind. I, I put everything in there. Um, you know, it's kind of late in the season and in the, in the whole thought process, I was listening to, uh, somebody talking about making soap and she was absolutely right that it's a little late at this point, unless you're doing a hard soap, like uh, coconut oil, I'm just doing plain old lye soap. Um, I think I can get away with this because I can have a two week curing period, except for the people that are getting shipped to, um, but even then it can continue to, to cure during the shipping period. And since it's all friends and family, I can put a disclaimer in there. Do not use me before January 1. <laughs> uh, otherwise, I'm going to melt in your hand or something. But, I mean, at this stage of the game, soaps might be a little bit out of the way. But lotions, um, uh, infused oils, um, y- you know, uh, percolated tinctures and things like this, those, those can very well be done. Um, some other things that I put in there and I've been making all along is I, you know, I have some scarves made. There's mittens, of course, all those type of knitted items, scarves, knit, knitted mittens, um, hats, uh, leg warmers. Um, but something else I make are the cotton dishcloths. They can be used as a dishcloth. They can be used as a pot holder, um, as like a trivet on the, on the thing. You can hang them up, um, you know, do anything you want. So I always make like a pair of those, wrap them up with a nice bow add them to the basket. Usually I'll have like a soap or a lotion product in there. Um, maybe some, some of those bath fizzies. Those are so easy to make. You just, you know, and, and on these short shows, I'm not going to try to tell you how to make them. Uh, these are just some ideas of things that are very easy to make things that you can do, uh, that you can put together yourself a basket. Uh, jerky is something that we make. We have a, a, you know, a food saver sealer thing, and uh, we make jerky for everyone. And, um, you know, we just got a nice deer. So uh, there's, there's quite a bit of deer meat being made into jerky. Uh, I make a, I have a variety of different recipes. Try some new stuff, especially, you know, if your family loves jerky, try some new stuff. I just got a new hot recipe that I thought of adding horseradish to. I'm a huge fan of horseradish. I love it. It's so good. And um, so... I've added a little horseradish. I don't know how it's going to come out. It's going on the dehydrator today, as a matter of fact. So I'm going to have to let you all know how the horseradish um, jerky came out. Um, but it, this is my, my hottest recipe that I can find. It has everything hot that I can get my grubby little paws on. Uh, short of putting 
it in, um, I, I did not go with a ghost pepper or anything like that. I, I, I avoided that. I don't want to kill anybody. But, um, you know, get just experiment. Find a couple of different recipes that work for you. And uh, you, can, you can put it all together. It's, it's pretty easy to do. You know, if you go to the grocery store, if you're doing beef jerky, you can actually buy it pre-sliced thin. They're all evenly sliced. You can take a nice roast or something, uh, take it uh, to the meat guy at almost any of these uh, grocery stores and ask them to slice it for you. And they will. They'll slice it up. And then you, you don't even have to do the work. All you got to do is add the ingredients, marinate it for 24 to 48 hours, throw it on the dehydrator, wham, you now have beautiful jerky. Uh, be sure to try it because we've definitely tried a couple of recipes that did not go well. So make sure you give it a taste test. If you're not a jerky fan, find someone who is to test it for you. Um, you know, jerky is wonderful and it's a great survival item, especially if you put it in the seal meal bags, you know, you, 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 you food saver this, um, you're going to find that it's going to last a lot longer that way. And this is definitely a, a, a good prepper item. Learn to make the pemmican, put that in there. Um, the pemmican is, is absolutely phenomenal. It's so easy to make and the stuff lasts forever. Um, another thing you can do is find a local honey guy and get a hold of some, you know, get like a gallon of the honey and go ahead and separate it into, into smaller jars and uh, put a little jar of honey in there. One year my mom made amaretto uh, out of vodka and uh, Kahlua out of vodka. That was, that was pretty tasty. She did a really good amaretto. Um, trying to think of some other things that we've put in it. My daughter inspired me, you know, on this. So um, like the ladies' baskets and stuff, we're, we're tossing in a couple of pieces of jewelry. They're all handmade. Um, you know, for, uh, uh, like younger children or something, if you wanted to include them in the family basket, you could, you could put in some small wooden blocks or toys. These are so easy. Just cut. You can get like from Home Depot, they are the, um, railing, uh, square. They are square railing oh, balusters and, um, you just cut them into their one inch by one inch. It's actually like three quarters, I think. Um, and you just cut them so that it's square. You just figure out, you know, how, how far up you got to go an inch and cut them off. And then you can hand paint those and make, and make building blocks for the children. And this is so simple. And each one of those balusters costs you maybe $2. And to make a decent set of blocks, you might need three or four. So you're looking at like 10 bucks and, you know, granted you might be able to buy this set, but it isn't quite the same thing when you make it yourself. You can affix to the sides of these blocks, pictures, uh, pictures of the children, pictures of, you know, you can, you can do bigger blocks out of four by fours and stuff and put, uh, you know, family pictures on them and, and make it, you know, like a building blocks of the family or something like that. There's so many great ideas out there. Hit up Pinterest and see what you can find. That's nice and easy. You could do up some herbal blend teas and put those together, um, and add in with it like a tea ball, maybe. Uh, that would be a, a really nice gift for the tea drinker and, uh, you know, get, go to the, go to the herb shop, go to the whole food store and get some nice organic herbs and, uh, and build some, some tea, some herbal tea blends. Adding mint to anything always makes it wonderful. Lemongrass is wonderful. Um, you know, always try to get like a ginseng. I love a ginseng tea. Um, all of these things are really great. And I guarantee you when you're done with this basket that you're making, it's, um, it's going to mean so much more to the recipient 
Um, and if it doesn't, you might need to want to find new recipients because, you know, it takes heart, it takes time, it takes love to put these baskets together. They're always very personal because you put in them things that you know that that particular person would like. And even the color scheme of the things that you put in them, like I'm not going to give hot pink potholders, you know, to a family who does more hunting and camping than any guy I've ever known. You know, I'm going to get them something that looks more camo because that's going to go out on their trip with them. They're going to take it when they go camping. They're going to take these with them because it fits their decor of their of their camping. So it's going to be a lot more personal. And I think that they're going to value it. But some of the um, some of the things that you can think about putting in here that are really good for the prepper is jerky. Uh, They may want to take that hunting. Uh, Pemmican is is another wonderful thing. Lye soap is great for lots of different things and um you know herbal tinctures and oils uh infused oils and things like this those are great uh also people can add them to um you know like their medical kits or something especially if you find uh things that are you know if you if you infuse some things that are uh good for colds and stuff you could you know uh look up a herbal uh 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 antiviral or herbs and stuff like that and um and 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 try to put blends together that that would go nice you could put them into small dropper jars or something like that um other things that you could put into these baskets that are ideal for the prepper are um canned jellies uh canned soups anything that they could add to their preps food wise um you could do some dehydrating and seal these up and uh, put a nice label on it and uh, uh, get some, you know, some things that, that maybe are not in season in the wintertime and you could dehydrate them. And, uh, you know, it might be a little pricey or something to, to get them, but you could, you know, get a, maybe grab, run into a large batch and, um, you know, put those together and get, uh, get very personalized baskets depending on who you can also put small things that are store-bought in there as well but it's a much easier to create a basket for you know everybody or something than it is to try and you know buy them everything your heart's desire because at this point I am so over the consumerism that um, the only way this season that I am going to buy anything for Christmas well other than the Disney movies that my daughter absolutely has to have my granddaughter absolutely has to have is um, this is the other point of the show, and this is the other point that I wanted to get to um, because I was thinking about it. As I'm staring at this pile that I'm sending out for my daughter, she is eking out a small living by doing these things. By She sits at home with my granddaughter. She, My granddaughter, who is three and a half years old, you know, she knows all of her colors. She knows her shapes. She can count. She's knowing her letters now. She spends a great deal of time with her. She is. She will be homeschooling her moving forward. And um, it gives this little business that she's doing, it gives her the opportunity to raise her child the way that she wants to raise her child. And it gives her the opportunity to stay home and be with that child and not just ship her off to a daycare center, which I absolutely hate. They're so impersonal. They catch every bug known to man. I'm just, I'm just not a fan of daycares, but, um, it allows many people, uh, who do small businesses and things like this. It allows them to spend times with their family. It allows them to live a different lifestyle. 
Um, some people live off grid and the only means that they have that they make money are off of their farm goods. Um, you know, maybe they sell, I have a friend who does, um, beeswax uh, and honey products. You know, he has uh, lip balms and, and all kinds of stuff like that, that he sells, you know, through his, uh, newly, uh, invented online store. The only thing that I am going to purchase for Christmas this year will not come from a big box vendor. Uh, this will, I am only going to purchase American made small local businesses. Well, not necessarily local. Um, you know, some things may not be local, but they are, you know, um, people doing the same thing as, as, you know, like my daughter is. So if I want to get some lip balm products, I'm going to go ahead and order them from my guy, which if I had his information, I would put it out there. I know he's just getting set up. He's not there yet. Uh, when I have it, I'm going to throw it out there, but I encourage everybody this year, um, especially given everything that we have seen transpire and, and, and just how unstable we really are. I mean, everybody seems to think that, you know, oh, everything is great and wonderful. It's a holiday season and I'm going to run over some lady so I can get to that TV on Black Friday. Um, you know, when you look at things up in just the other day up in Ohio, uh, at, at, in Columbus, you know, they had a stabbing at the, at the, at the, uh, Ohio state up there. It was one of the Muslim re refugees, uh, that were brought in. We are not in as good a good position as, um, many people might think. And, you know, now there's all this recount stupidity, stupidity is all I can call it. And I, I guess that the reason that I have to call it this is that there was an overwhelming amount of people that came out in droves to vote against Hillary Clinton. I think a lot of people did not necessarily vote for Donald Trump, but against Hillary. And the reason for this is her same old, same old rhetoric. People want something different. Well, now what they're doing is they are inciting riots and uh, causing all of these things. Uh, I think... I think that we, we, if we get to January and nothing happens, I'm going to be surprised. Um, I believe that there is, that there is in the works a, a, just a, a plan to try to undermine the Trump presidency before it ever gets a chance to start. And this is not fair. This is not fair, not to Trump, but to the American people. The American people voted and they decided on Trump. And now they say, well, let's throw out the Electoral College. This is stupid because I really don't need a city full of welfare recipients telling me where my tax money is going to go. There's a reason for the Electoral College, and it makes it so that the rural people can also be represented. When you have cities full, full of, of non-working individuals, individuals on disability, individuals on welfare, individuals that are not even legal in this country voting. What's happening here is that it, it, it skews the way that things go. You now have a populace that is not contributing to the society voting for the way that the society should run. This is never a good thing. 
This is why we have the Electoral College. We have the Electoral College so that the rural folks can be heard as well. These are the farmers. These are the industry people. These are the people who actually keep this country in money. The cities, these are all a bunch of dot-com corporations with people who barely make enough to get by so that they can live in their little two-room New York apartment. It's overwhelmingly skewed, and it doesn't work out the way that it should. This is why the Electoral College was set up from the very beginning. So now because the, the, the candidate that you wanted to win didn't win, you want to throw out something that's been in place for 200 years. It just, it's just a big crybaby move, which is, which is, I don't know, indicative of the society we live in today where, like he said, we have the right to the pursuit of happiness, not the right to happiness. You know, if you're happy, you're going to make yourself happy. You have the right to pursue that happiness. You don't have the right to get your happiness out because on somebody else. And this is what is happening here. This is where these people are are getting their 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 ideas from. They're just like, well, I have the right to be happy. No, you don't. You don't have the right to be happy. You have the right to pursue happiness. And in pursuing that happiness, you know, if you're stepping on everybody else to get there, you're doing it wrong. And uh, so, you know, I just want to throw out there that this season, I feel like we are kind of in a precarious situation and I don't know how it's going to go. I don't know if Trump is going to be a good president. I don't know if he's the Antichrist, for goodness sake, because Lord knows I've heard that too. I don't know that. I, I do know that America voted and we voted in Trump and no matter what I feel, it is our next president. I didn't like Obama. I wanted no part of Obama. Um, I knew that he was going to be the biggest failure. He now has taken that distinction away from Jimmy Carter, which I'm sure Jimmy Carter is happy about. Um, I didn't want it the first time, and I certainly didn't want it the second time after I saw what a failure Obamacare is. He has seriously not put anything into measure that has made a measurable difference in this country. Um, I'm ready for a change. If Trump can do it, more power to him. Um, I feel like he is not a politician, and I'm all about that. So, I mean, you could say that I support him. Um, I, I'm just on the I, I'm just on the fence. Going to say, I, I'm going to wait and see. I'm going to hold my my opinions. Um, but I feel like he's not a politician, and so maybe we'll get away with a you know, get away from some of that politicking. I feel like there's too much politicking going on. And I feel like he also, something that touched my heart about Trump was he um, he is one of only four presidents to ever stand up and say, you know what, I'm going to take on this country. I'm going to take on the problems of this country and I'm going to fix the problems of this country. And this country is not going to pay me to do it. I am not going to draw a salary during my first year and maybe not all four or eight, depending on how long he's there. I'm not going to take a salary. I'm impressed by that. I am impressed that he is, I mean, the man's rich. He doesn't need the salary. Why would he take it? But you know what this tells me? This tells me that that man really sincerely wants to lead this country. I say give him a shot. Let's see what he can do with it. Off my, off my tirade and off my political moment. Um, this is why um, this season... I want to back off 
of the big box companies, Walmart, Target. Now, granted, to make these crafts, I have to go to Hobby Lobby. I have to go to Michael's. I have to, you know, uh, go to these little bead shops. But I'll tell you what I do do. I also go to, you know, like I went to the Wool Festival down in, in, uh, in Pendleton County in, in Kentucky. And, uh, you know, I bought some virgin wool off of, um, you know, a, a, a wool supply, someone who, who gets the wool right off the sheep. Um, you know, trying to get as much as I can from the small guy. Um, so I encourage everybody this season when you're doing your Christmas shopping to back off of the crazy consumerism. Take a step back. Let's, let's turn this country around just by making a statement that we're going to buy local. When you buy local, when you buy from the small, small guy, you are supporting your own community. When you're buying from Walmart, you're supporting China. Yeah, China. I'd much rather support my local economy than China. Um, granted, Walmart is cheap. You know, you can get stuff. I go all the time. You can get stuff at Walmart. Um, I, I really don't want to go to Walmart, but sometimes, you know, you, you just, you gotta. I, I do, oftentimes, I will shop at our local little grocery store. And uh, it's just this little mom and pop place. And um, the problem is I, I can't always get the things I want. Sometimes I have to go to the big box grocery stores, Kroger, something like that. But I want to encourage everybody this season, let's try to make it homemade or at least, you know, hit the Amish store. Um, you know, hit the local mom and pop uh, store. Uh, one year, I do want to tell you this story. One year I decided that... Um, you know, I've tried different things, and I like I like to do things in a different way. I guess maybe I just think outside the box. One year I decided that I was going to do made baskets and stuff, but I was doing the presents. Either I would make it myself or I would get materials from, say, a thrift store. Um, and uh, the one I didn't use was Goodwill, but I will use Salvation Army, uh, St. Vincent de Paul, uh, the ones where the... Um, the proceeds from the thrift store go to aid um, something. I, the reason I don't use Goodwill is Goodwill is too corporate. Uh, there's, it's, it's really lost its focus, and I can't go there. Um, but there's a lot of small thrift stores, little guys who clean out storage units and open up a thrift store. I go there. I went to thrift stores, and I found some things. And, like, uh, for my daughter one year, I built her a Sunday set. I found six Sunday glasses, and then, I, you know, someplace else I found the long stem spoons, six of them that matched. And, um, you know, I did have to go to the grocery store and buy the chocolate syrup and, and all that stuff to build with it. But I got a lot, all of the parts, including the box that I put it in, I got from a thrift store. Um, something I do want to tell you to be careful when you get things from a thrift store. Make sure you wash them thoroughly. Make sure, you know, that they work, that they are not broken. I mean, it would be heartbreaking for somebody to get something and it's, it turns out that it's broken. So, I mean, you can get this at a regular store as well. But, you know, just take a little extra special care to, to, to check your merchandise over to make sure there isn't an unseen stain somewhere or something. Um, I was crocheting up a, a rag rug and I got all of the material out of the thrift store. And the best part about thrift stores are is they always seem to want to hang their clothes by color. They don't hang them by brand or something where you have to search in and around. So if you're looking to make a blue and green rag rug, you can go to the blue shirts and then you can go over to the green shirts and just pick a few out. 
and it's it's so convenient. You just cut them into strips and crochet yourself out a rag rug. It's it's so simple and so easy. And uh, by utilizing the thrift stores, you are now um, not adding to the footprint. I'm all about not adding to the footprint, which is going to lead up to this week's big show, um, which will come out on, uh, uh, I think it's Friday. And that's the hour-long show where I, you know, talk about uh, a wide thing of products or projects or, or, you know, some big topic where I go into depth and there'll be a blog post. Um, But that's something that I'll be talking about because this week's post is going to be, uh, this week's uh, long podcast is going to be about um, recycling, upcycling, reusing, repurposing, um, making use of things. And not only uh, from a perspective of reusing them and saving money and, and recycling and saving the planet and all these, you know, wonderful, you know, altruistic reasons. But from the prepper standpoint, uh, one of the big points is what do you do with your trash when you are in a SHTF situation? What do you do with that trash? So that's going to be one of the topics that are going to be brought up. We are closing in on, I, th- I think I've even actually passed the 30. I have, I've passed 30 minutes. I'm trying to keep them around 30 minutes to make for ease of listening uh, to the listeners. I might even do two because I'm not even halfway home. But, um, you know, in keeping with that, I want to, I want to try to keep it short. Uh, and these, like I said, these don't really have a write-up on the blog. They just are, are ones that I wing out uh, after whatever day I have and um, incorporate them into the podcast. Like today, I hung out with my daughter and my granddaughter. It was a, truly a blessing, and I recommend everybody take time for family every now and again. Don't get so wrapped up in our lives that we do not have time to connect, which was something that I talked about in the very first blog post, and that is connecting with people that are like-minded so that you are not alone when SHTF happens. Um, Try to support the little guy. Try to support the small business, the home crafter, the mom who is homeschooling her child and making dream catchers and jewelry uh, to pay for her books. Support this trendy infusions on Facebook. Just uh, look it up and, and give her a, even just give her a shout out and tell her you heard her on uh, Surviving Dystopia. You'll be hearing her show in the upcoming months uh, when she gets uh, to the point where she's ready to put that show out. She's going to share with you lots and lots of ways to make money and to do things off grid and uh, ways that you can. Uh, it's it's more of a uh, I think it's more like a homeschooling mommy blog. Uh, mommy time she does great things with my granddaughter she makes colored rice for her to play with and and play-doh and and weird sand and uh, she she has the best projects and things that she just finds and invents and she'll be sharing them with you so if we have any homeschooling moms because you know you think shtf you're going to be teaching your children and you're going to have to entertain your children and uh, so she's got a lot of great ideas and i'm really looking forward to getting her show started and up and running um, she'll probably be doing a once-a-week show. She will also move into live format once we get up and moving. Uh, she's going to start off with a few recorded shows like I'm doing coming up uh, just to get the channel moving. So anyway, I hope everybody has a great holiday season. I uh, wish everybody a, um, a, uh, a fruitful um, search in the Christmas uh, giving. Y'all have a great, a great uh, holiday.